Sandra Washington, your host of Kingdom Living Podcast, and welcome back. Thank you for joining me again this morning. And we are going to continue our conversation with Gradell Joyner, the Vice President of Generational Empowerment Organization. And we're going to continue our conversation about being intentional to succeed. Last week, we had a wonderful conversation with him about vision and what it takes to uh, get yourself started and making your vision become a reality. And so he shared some awesome things with us. He talked about success, uh, what is success to him. And he talked about how it depends on the individual what is the individual's ideal of success? And so he got into uh, talking about vision. We got into planning. We started talking about planning. And I want to pick up where he left off about uh, developing a team. And we were talking at the uh, before we started the podcast about uh, developing a team. And when you have team members who's giving you pushback, Bradell, thank you for joining us again this morning. And so we want to pick up right there on that planning portion. And you were sharing uh, with me before we started about team members. When you have members on your team Mm -hmm. who are giving you pushback, what does that, what does that indicate some underlying issue and how would you uh, handle a person Who's giving pushback on your team? <clears throat> so yeah, um, when you're when you're dealing with a team, um, going into that, you first have to say to yourself, okay, am I in a place where I can lead this team? Mm-hmm. Um, everything falls on the leader, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting pushback from your team, then you as a leader needs to figure out what it is that I need to work on to help develop my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm big on leadership, big on developing team members, and so forth. Um, and usually if you're getting pushback from a team member, it's either they're not sold out on the why, which is your vision, why you want to go do this. They're not sold on it. Or it's just the fact that they have something within them that they don't believe in. Mm -hmm. Like they have some type of insecurity within themselves that says, I'm not good enough. And, And instead of them being able to communicate that to you and say, hey, here are the areas where I struggle in and I need help. And you as a leader can come in and help them develop those areas or partner them with somebody that can pick up the slack that they have. They, in turn, turn around and be negative mm-hmm. or push back and, and um, don't show up for things and so forth. They're not committed. Um, so there's always different things that's, that's under there that says, here's the reason why a team member is responding in this type of way. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And while you were talking, you know, this also can apply to a family situation. Yes. When you have one person, mm-hmm. you know, you have the you have the person in the household, the head of the household mm-hmm. who has a vision for the family mm-hmm. and has uh communicated the goals and I want you to talk about goals. Mm-hmm. Has communicated to the family, the wife or whomever the, makes up the household mm-hmm. that this is a goal that we have and yeah. you get pushback but you know, not adhering to whatever strategies or whatever uh, guidelines you have given to achieve this mm-hmm. goal, and so it can apply to families too. Yeah. That you have one person that you have somebody, <laughs> or, or the, you're the one that 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 has this 
a vision and a goal and you're trying to make it you're trying to plan and make it come into fruition and you have people that saying i don't i'm not going to do that yeah. i'm this is comfortable for me to keep doing the same thing yeah you know but how important is it to establish these goals and timelines for goals yeah uh it's very important uh if you don't if you don't have goals in place then you won't be able to measure how far away are you from your your vision mm -hmm. okay so when you let's say your goals can be short term you can have long-term goals uh short-term goals they can be within a year maybe two years depending on what it is you're trying to do long term can be two and more mm -hmm. uh, amount of years to be able to achieve those goals uh, i like short-term goals because it allows me to be able to track a lot easier mm -hmm. uh, i can break them down all the way into uh, a, a daily what it is I need to get done today, what it is I need to get done by the end of the week, mm -hmm. uh, and what I need to be done by the end of the month. I can break it down that way. Um, within a household, you it, whatever the vision is, you need to be able to cast that vision to the point where everybody's on board, mm -hmm. everybody's sold out. They see it. They they they're they're on board with it to the point where they're they're oozing with the the vision that you just gave them, and they're saying like, hey. We want to do this. How can we do it? How can we move forward? We with you 100%. Then you start laying out the goals. Okay, here are the goals for the month. Here's what we're trying to achieve. If it's financial goals, you can say, hey, we want to be able to save X, Y, Z by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And once you got everybody on board with that, then everybody's you, you'll start seeing people going around saying like, hey, nah, let's not eat out today. Let's, let's cook. Let's mm -hmm. uh, eat in-house. Hey, we got leftovers. Let's do some creative with the leftovers so we won't have to spend any money because, you know, we're trying, we trying to save this amount of money by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. So let's do this. And all of a sudden, it becomes a game within the family. Mm -hmm. But if if they are not sold out on the vision, then you in turn have to turn back around and say, okay, I gave them the vision, but did I cast it properly? Uh -huh. Did I fully lay out what the vision is? Is it a good enough vision? Because sometimes you might receive a vision and you might say, okay, I want to go and, you know, the vision is for us to have a new house. Uh -huh. Okay. If I was just to walk up and tell, and tell my family, Hey, uh, in three years, we're going to get a brand new house. They say, okay, yeah, yeah. We're going to get a brand new house. But if I was to walk in and say, Hey, in three years, we're going to build a brand new house. It's going to be located in Terry, Mississippi. We're going to have about eight acres of land. We're going to have a pool, a basketball goal. We're going to have about five bedrooms in the house. Yeah. If you start landing out like that and then telling them what the colors are, mm -hmm. uh, what the land looks like, all of a sudden, everybody's excited. They're like, oh, I can see it. I can see it. Let's do it. How do we get there? Let's. What do I need to do? How can I contribute to this? That's how you cast a vision to the point where you can get other people to be able to align with it and say, look, I want to do whatever it is that I have to do to help us get to that vision. Right. And the example you just used and make it, make them see how it's going to be yep. beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. Because if you tell a family and you're going to have your own room, yep. it's going to be your room. It's going to yep. be your room. Yep. And this is, this is what it's going to look mm -hmm. like. Well, we're going to be, you. it's going to be big enough so that you can play outside, play basketball yep. and be safe and, mm -hmm. and, and have your, have your own space to do the things that you want to do. That's making it, personal yeah. you're giving them the reason mm -hmm. to to they can, buy they in can see themselves within the vision they mm -hmm. can say okay 
I see my place within that vision. It's not, it's, it's not your vision. It's our, our vision. vision. Yep. Right. Yep. That's awesome. And, and, and setting goals is, is so uh, key. Mm-hmm. And it's important to get up every day to have that keep that vision before you. Yeah. Keep that outcome yeah. that what is it that you want to see in three mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to see uh in, in one year? What progress would do you want to see yourself to have made at the end of the month yep. in 30 days? Because that was so key that you said you got you have to break them down. Mm-hmm. This is the the big goal. Yeah. But uh have smaller you know, timelines or smaller goals. So mm-hmm. to, to help you stay on point, to yeah. help you stay focused and motivated, because mm-hmm. if you see yourself making progress in, 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 in six months, in 30 yeah. days, you know, if we haven't been eating out uh, this month and we see that we've saved $500, yeah. that's motivating. Yeah. That's encouraging. Mm-hmm. And so it motivates you to keep going, to mm-hmm. keep going. You know, uh, I, I think about it in my weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. When I saw that I had lost two pounds, I was excited. Yeah, yeah two yeah. pounds may not seem a, a lot to people, but that was very encouraging me to me to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, next time I will see a, maybe four pounds, mm-hmm. but keep going because what I'm doing is working. So setting goals and keeping that vision before them and, you know, keeping that motivation and, 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 and ca- how you cast your vision. I mm-hmm. like the way you said that. How do you, how you cast your vision, how are you making it, uh, how, how are you making it clear? Yeah. Yeah. To those who, who you want to bring mm-hmm. on board. And you mentioned something too about knowing your why. Mm-hmm. Talk yeah. about that a little bit. So you have you have to know your why. You have to know why you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, whenever I think about uh, anything that I'm doing, when it comes down mm-hmm. to finances or anything or any type of future goals that I have for myself, I always say, okay, what's my why? And I, and I was talking to a friend about this and uh, because she wants to start her own business and she's just having a hard time starting. And I constantly tell her all the time, like, hey, you need to figure out what it is that you want for yourself and your future family. And she was like, what you mean? I said, well, for me, I'm not married. I don't have any kids, but I know what I want for my family already. You already see that. I already see it. So that means that everything that I'm doing today mm-hmm. is going to help benefit them in the future. So if I want to, if, if there's a business that I want to start, if there's something I want to get done that's for the future, I say to myself, I want my future family to be in this type of position to be able to win. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to do that and to be in that position, I have to today go ahead and start putting in the work now yeah. and start making the sacrifices now for them to be in a place in the future that they don't have to worry about it. All they have to do is just be there and they'll look back and they'll say, man, you know, he went on and did the work then. He mm-hmm. started then. He didn't wait until we came to mm-hmm. start the work. He did it before we got here, and now we're in a place where where he ended is our foundation to be able to carry on. Mm-hmm. So. And that speaks to that being intentional. Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional. It's not just going to happen. Nope. Just because that's what you desire, that's what you want, it's not just going to just nah. going to happen. You got to be intentional mm-hmm. about making this come come into manifestation into yeah. fruition. So you already see. Mm-hmm. What it you you know you already see what your family looks like. Yeah. You already see 
the provision that you're making, how you all are living, what mm -hmm. the house, the neighborhood, yep. how you all financially, how you all uh, emotionally and communicating, you already have this vision, what kind of values you all want to have, what yep. kind of standards. You already have this in mind. And so your actions and the things that you are doing now mm -hmm. in order to achieve that, you're being intentional yes. about it. Yes. And you and you have to be. It's not just going to just fall out of the sky and yeah, happen. You're not gonna just fall, it's like stumble into success. Yes. You're not just gonna, you know, it's not gonna be like you're driving down the street and then all of a sudden, oh, there it is. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> right. You have to be intentional. Right. And so uh we talk about success, we talk about planning, having goals, structuring, organizing, building a team. Uh and and so should there be should you plan for uh, when there'll be times when you don't quite accomplish your goal, where mm -hmm. there may be some flip, some failure? How sh should you plan for failure and flexibility? Being yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so you you can plan for failure. You can have things in places that, that you say, okay, if I'm not able to um, achieve the goal in this amount of time, then that's okay. Because I got closer than I than I previously started, mm -hmm. so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna reevaluate who I'm at mm -hmm. and say, okay, the next month or the next week or the next day, here's what I need to get done. Sometimes when we set a goal, sometimes uh, it takes a while for us to be able to uh, make our goal setting uh, perfect because mm -hmm. sometimes we over overestimate. Yeah, uh, we might say, oh, I can get this done, like 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 with work. Sometimes we'll say somebody give us a, a lot of work and we say, yeah, I can get it done by the end of the day. And then all of a sudden the end of the day comes and you got a decision to make. Either I'm going to put in some overtime or I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to, you know, go home and then, you know, tell them tomorrow, like, hey, I wasn't able to finish on time, but I can't get it done by lunch. And, 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 and what that does is now, you know, OK, I know what I'm capable of. I know how much pressure I can put on myself before I, before I fail. Mm -hmm. And if I do fail. What am I going to do to get out of it? What 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 things do I have in place to say, okay, I wasn't able to achieve it, so here's what I'm going to go do next to, 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 to compensate for me failing that situation. One thing I will say is we have to be open to failure. Mm -hmm. uh, failure is not a bad thing. A mm -hmm. lot of people look at failure and say, oh, I'm, I'm a failure. They look down on themselves. They get depressed. They quit. They give up. But failure is actually a launching pad to success because if you don't fail, you won't be able to pick up the knowledge and the wisdom that you need in that failing state to help you become successful. Uh -huh. Because when you fail, you're, you're at a place where you didn't achieve the goal, you didn't hit what it is that you set out, and now you, you're looking at everything, you're evaluating what went wrong, what did I do, okay, I did that wrong, next time I need to do this. So now you're back, you're doing it again, and you're saying, oh, when I did that, I failed. Let me not do that. Let me stay on this path. And then, boom, you, you're successful. And then you can turn around and tell somebody else, hey, let me tell you what I did. And let me tell you what I did wrong. Like that mm -hmm. right there, that ain't going to work out too good for you. Try this. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're giving somebody else the shortcut. You're giving them the game plan. Right. Because you've already went through and you had the bumps and the bruises along the way, the failures along the way but you still made it and it, failure is not a bad thing people got to stop thinking that it is it's not all it is is just a learning opportunity yeah that's all it is and and it goes back to that thinking the way we perceive mm -hmm. something 
our perspective about it. Yep. And you know, growing up and all for years, you know, we family, you know, we I don't want to fail. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I, I wanted to work. I wanted to work. And then when it doesn't work. Sometimes people let it take them to a dark place, yeah. a place of depression, yeah. or, or start talking negative about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a family member one time, um, they didn't accomplish what they wanted to accomplish and just started talking negative about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm dumb. I said, no, don't say that. Mm-hmm. Just because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to yeah. does not mean that you're dumb. It just means that that particular, maybe that particular way or method wasn't the best way. So let's just take, just step back and yep. regroup, reevaluate, <clears throat> as you say, and, and, and see, well, then what, what do I need to do? What's my next step? Yeah. And sometimes uh, we try to uh, plan five, six, seven, eight steps, mm-hmm. but just pl- figure out what is the next step, this, this one next step that I need to take to move me forward, to get back up again, to move me forward so it is failure is a part of success it is it is i know for me uh i'm a perfectionist so Mm -hmm. failure is very very difficult for me Uh uh but as i've gotten older i embrace it more i embrace failure because when so when i fail at something i know i automatically sit back and say oh i know what i did wrong on that Mm -hmm. i know what i did wrong and it's kind of like kind of like when you're playing a video game and at certain points of the game, you might lose. You might get out. And when it happens, usually you just hit that reset button and you get back right back in that game. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that part where you got out on, you say to yourself, okay, when I went that way or I did that, I lost. So let me go the other way. And then you go a little bit further, a little bit further in the game and you might get out again. You might fail again. But then when you start back, when you hit that reset button again, when you get to that first part where you fail, you said, nope, don't go that way, go this way. Then when you get to that spot where you failed the second time, you said, nope, go the other way. That's how we have to look at life. Mm-hmm. That's how we look, have to look at life. As long as we still have air in our lungs and we're still breathing, we're still living, we have to say to ourselves, okay, when I fail, I'm just going to hit that reset button and I'm going to start over again. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this thing over again until I get to where it is that I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, one 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 of my problem was is that at a certain age mm-hmm. I wanted to be a certain place. I wanted to be at a certain place <laughs> at a at a at a certain time in my life. This is what I want yeah. to have achieved. This is what I, I want. And and when that time came and I wasn't there, mm-hmm. I was like, This is this is terrible. <laughs> But then I had to, I, I and and I had to think about the the, the scripture that uh, in Proverbs sixteen and one, mm-hmm. and this may be the same scripture that you were talking about at the uh, on, on the podcast last week. We can make plans, mm-hmm. but it's God's plan for us that's going to yes. uh, prevail. Yes, and so sometimes. We have to, and, and it is God that put desires in our hearts. Mm-hmm. It is God that put, you know, put these desires in us to want to, you know, who we can be and show us what who we can be and what we can do. But I think where we we get off track is we end up trying to make it all happen within yeah. ourselves yep. instead of acknowledging Him and mm-hmm. saying, "Okay, this is who you're showing me that I am and what mm-hmm. I can be." How is how do you want me to go about doing that? You already have the plan. Mm-hmm. You already have the 
the provision. Mm -hmm. Show me how to walk in. And I, I think many times, and you, you mentioned that, that that's your, yeah. that, that's your foundation mm -hmm. for the vision for your life and working God's plan for your life is that you seek him yeah. and you ask him. But a lot of times we skip that step. Yeah. Yeah. We sit down and we think, oh, I can, I can do this. I can go, I can go here. I can, mm -hmm. I can, this is what I can do. And we just start doing things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for a while, God will let you do that. Oh yeah. But yeah. then when it gets to the point where like he says, okay. He shuts it down. He shut. he shuts <laughs> it down. So you have to go back and do what you should have done in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, God, what is it that you want me to do? Mm -hmm. What is it that you want me to do? And on that note, I want you to talk about, now we talk about uh, uh, GEO, Generational Empowerment Organization. Mm -hmm. What impact do you see GEO having in this particular time with your generation? Yeah. And, 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 and what impact do you see your organization having on uh, the generation that's to come after you? You know, you talk about, a vision and it shouldn't just be for this time it should also be for the future yeah. the um the future impact and uh also including in in in, in your comments your discussion when you talk about go offers uh education wants to educate how how do you see your organization impacting this generation and the generation after yeah uh so when i when i think about go in the future uh i get excited um because I feel that we're in an area that no other organization is really tapping into. Mm -hmm. um, we are not only trying to uh, teach people about finances, but we also want to teach the generations about finances. Okay. How do we impact the youth? How do we go? Like you, you, you have the adults <clears throat> who are already in a place in their lives where they are learning this for the first time. But what if we can change the generations with it? What if we can go back all the way into elementary school and start teaching these kids about how money works? Mm -hmm. Not not just, you know, some schools teach them about how to manage a, a, a checkbook, mm -hmm. but we go in and we teach them how to budget, how to save properly, where to put their money at to be able to get better rates of return and so forth. Uh, what if we can teach those things to our kids when they're in elementary school mm -hmm. and all the way up into high school? I think that if we can do that, we can end up changing the way our kids look at money. Mm -hmm. And when they get ready to go into college, they already have the mindset of, okay, college costs this amount of money. What if I don't get a scholarship? What can I do now that can go ahead and, and set me up for later? Okay, I can go ahead and start putting money over here. I can put money over there. And by the time I get ready to get to college, get to, get to college and get out of college, I have the money I need to go ahead and pay off all my student loans. I don't have to worry about any debt when I get out of college and so forth. Um, my family can be set up for the future. I can be investing now to the point where when I get out of college, I don't have to go find a job. I can go start a business because mm -hmm. I got the financial backing to do it on my own. Um, for me with Geo, I want to see Geo go into a community and change it. I want to see more people becoming business owners because they picked up the concepts that we were able to teach. I want to see people becoming more homeowners, more home ownership out there. Um, no more people having to rent homes and so forth. I want to see people actually buying mm -hmm. and not just buying one, buying multiple properties mm -hmm. and then selling or renting them out, you yeah. know, creating generational wealth. Um, one of the biggest things that we're working on 
is being able to implement ourselves into the school districts. Yes. Uh, that's something that we're working on right now. Uh, I, re- I remember when we when we end up getting that vision of seeing uh, Geo in the schools and, and, and teaching these, uh, the teachers and the students how to properly um, handle their finances and so mm-hmm. forth, giving them a curriculum. Um, when we first started, we, we tested it out with the Boys and Girls Club here in Jackson. We went in there, we tested it out. Um, we started with the high school kids first. Mm-hmm. And when I say that was difficult, <laughs> that was very difficult to go in there and teach those kids because they were in the mindset of this is the summer. Uh, we're, we're here to just to have a good time here. Uh-huh. We, we really don't want to hear about, you know, finance and all that kind of stuff. Some did, some didn't. And then the uh, the director was like, hey, why don't y'all test it out with the uh, the kids that are in elementary? And we was like, nah, you know, they're kind of young. They might not be able to pick up on the concepts. But I kid you not, the elementary school kids picked it up way better than the high school kids. Wow. Yeah, they picked it up way better. They were more receptive to it. They were more able to just, they wanted to learn it. They mm-hmm. wanted, they, it was like, what are y'all teaching us? About money? Yeah, let's talk about money. They <laughs> wanted to know about it. Yeah. And and I hate to say it, but I, I, I think the problem is the fact that the ones that are in high school, they were already in a place Mm-hmm. where they've already made up their mind what their life is going to be like. And it was like it was too late. And that's really sad because I never would have thought that some kids that are still in high school are already at a point where they're... Like, one kid straight up told me, like, my dad is XYZ. I'm going to be just like him. And it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, for a kid to say that and, like, really mean it, that was really sad to hear. And I told him, I said, look, you don't have to be like your dad. Yeah. You can be totally different, but you have to make that decision. And I told him, I said, if you want to make that change, I'm willing to help you. You know, I'm willing to help you out with that. And, but when it came down to the elementary school kids, they still had like, they were still in that place where the world was just wide open to them. Mm-hmm. They were ready to go out and, and they, they still had those dreams and aspirations and life in, in high school kids. Theirs was like, it was very dim. It was almost out. And I was just like, man, we got to get in the schools. Mm-hmm. We got to get in the schools. We got to start making change. We got to start with the kids. Right. That's where it starts. We can, we can talk to the parents all day long. But if we can start talking to the kids first and get them, we can change a generation. That's a whole generation that's coming through that we can change. Once you change them, then all of a sudden, they're going to start teaching their kids. Right. And that's how you start it. That's how you get it going. Uh, for the future... I see Geo in multiple states. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already told the guys this, like, hey, I want us I want us to start setting up shop in different locations because we're not all based in Mississippi anymore. Mm-hmm. Some of us are in Texas, Alabama. And I told them, I said, look, where y'all are at, we already have done this before. We know the game plan. Let's go ahead and start building up locations in the states that we're in. Build up your teams. Mm-hmm. Get to work. Yeah. That's what we should do. And whatever you need from us, we'll fly in, we'll come down, we'll support if any type of events, we'll come in and do that. Uh, but it's time to expand throughout the, the, the country. People need what it is that we're offering, and we need to get out there and do the job. Yes. You know, and and, and I, I enjoy it. I love talking to people. I love getting to know new people, um, meeting them, and, and, and just talking about what it is they have going on in their life and where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And being able to say, hey, I can help you. 
Mm-hmm. I, I love doing this. Yes, and so, so you all do do speak. You have speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. You do yep. seminars. Mm-hmm. You do all of that. Yep, and we also have a scholarship as well. Oh, tell yep. us a little bit about yep. the scholarship. We uh, we offer a scholarship to high school seniors that are getting ready to go to college in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and all they have to do is just write an essay on a specific topic. Uh, right now, it's about five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I have to do is just go on, apply, write the essay, submit it. Okay, it. great. And so, is there a particular time of the year mm-hmm. that, uh, that this that, that you're yeah. opening uh, mm-hmm. for submission? Uh, scholarship should be ending. I want to say the second week of June. Okay, it should be getting ready to end. Okay, yep. awesome. That is great. So, what's the what's the uh, what's your website address? Website is changego at changego.com. Wait, yeah. Changeo at yeah at Gmail. Gmail, okay. Yeah. And so you all do y'all have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram? We have Facebook and Instagram, Change Geo. Okay, awesome, awesome. Bradell, this has been wonderful. Thank you so <laughs> much for taking the time to share and to share your insights, share what your organization is doing. We're so very excited mm-hmm. about what you all are doing. And let me tell you all, this is a young group. Of people, they're 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 young and they are excited. They're passionate about change. They're passionate about ministry. They are passionate about the kingdom of God. Yes, which is why I love them so much. And as and as much as I can, I want them to join me to share information, keep us abreast of what they're doing, uh, opportunities that they are making available for people to be educated uh, on on finances, in families, communities, businesses. Mm-hmm. So we want you to keep in mind those uh, uh, addresses for Instagram, Facebook, the address for their organization. Go on, on, on the internet and check them out. Yeah. Read about them. See what it is that they're doing and what they have to offer. And they're just not saying this. They're actually living it. Yes. These are young people who are actually taking the uh, strategies and information that they're providing to the community. And they're actually applying, in, applying them themselves. And so they're just not talking about something. They're actually, actually manifesting what uh, they're teaching. And so we want you to be able to get this information, invite them to come and speak uh, in your in your schools. As he's already said, they're in, uh, they have uh, business members, partners in Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, and they're looking to expand to other states. So we're just so excited about what they're doing, what they're offering. And if you want them to come into your schools or into your organization or, or into your churches, to teach you, to educate you, to provide information, guidance, please contact them, reach out to them. These are an awesome group of young people who are doing amazing things. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you have a wonderful, prosperous week. Have a great day.